0: Hey Life Group leaders and hosts, here we are with our special Easter message uh, for our Life Groups Week 8. We're going to be looking at Romans 6 verses 8 through 11. Our icebreaker question is, what is one of your favorite moments in the Holy Week accounts? This icebreaker question is meant as a way for your group to reflect on the progression of the Holy Week and discuss the different stories that are most meaningful to you. Some may be inspired by Jesus' conversation with the criminals being crucified beside him. Others may appreciate the conversation Jesus had on the road to Emmaus after his resurrection. If you have group members that seem stumped, it may help you to have um, your answer ready for this question, or even just start to name some of the events of the Holy Week and see what accounts they respond to. All right. So after this icebreaker question, go ahead and pray and then read the passage in Romans 6, 8 through 11. Uh, You can then jump into the first question, which is what stood out to you in this section of scripture or from Sunday's sermon, a common um, way that many groups will start and it'll lead to many different topics. Um, Or you can uh, choose to jump into question two if your group uh, needs a little more focus. So question two is this, as believers, what does it mean to share in Christ's death and resurrection? This question is meant to give your group members the opportunity to articulate the gospel in their own words. To share in Christ's death and resurrection means that what has happened to him has happened to us. When we put our faith in Christ, we have also died to sin and live to God. This truth means that we are changed forever. In this transformation, God helps us to live out this truth by walking according to his word, which is different than the world around us. He empowers us to walk in the spirit now and will welcome us to stroll down the streets of heaven for eternity. In the transformation of our hearts and minds, we have the opportunity to overcome sin and help others do the same. This plays out in a variety of ways in our lives. So encourage your group members to offer specific examples of the changes they see in their lives and the lives of their family and friends who share faith in Christ. It is important also to remember how Pastor Nate talked about our new position before God through our redemption in Christ. Jesus died and was resurrected once and for all, demonstrating that his eternal power over death is permanent. Therefore, our salvation in him is irrevocable as well. When we are saved, we are transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light and life forever. What blessed assurance! No matter our imperfections, Christ makes us perfect before God through his power, not through anything we have done to earn salvation. If it could be helpful for your group, consider using the illustration of water baptism. Through the sacrament, we can see how we share in his death and resurrection. As we go into the water, it symbolizes the death that we die to sin, just as Christ did on the cross. As we are raised out of the water, we are showing the newness of life that we receive by grace through faith in him. If you have believers in your group that have not been baptized, be sure to encourage them to do it. All right, question three. How does sharing in Jesus' death and resurrection impact our past, present, and future? The goal of this question is for your group to consider the past, present, and future nature of our salvation. Pastor Nate asks us, What happened to us as a result of Christ's death and resurrection? The answer is a lot. When we share in Christ's death and resurrection, our past sins are forgiven and we are set free to live abundant lives on earth and eternal lives with him. Encourage your group to discuss the impact that each aspect of our salvation has on us. So for example, we know that our sins are forgiven in the past. We can be unburdened by the shame that we can hold on to. Or, because we know that we have the power through Christ over death, we have the ability to walk in the Spirit rather than in the flesh. And because we will be in heaven with Him someday, we want to be sure to share His love with as many people as we can before Christ comes again. The going deeper question for this week is, what other passages of Scripture do you know that deepen your understanding of Christ's redemptive work in you? If you don't know any, look one up. The purpose of this question is to get your group into the word even more. Reading different scriptures about our salvation is life-giving. It is also a great practice for your group to articulate how the gospel impacts them on both an intellectual and experiential level. If your group struggles with this question, feel free to simply assign different members to read the passages below and discuss how they describe power over death. Christ's power over death. All right, question four. How does Christ's power over death impact our community and our world? The purpose of this question is to discuss the local and global impact that the gospel can have on us. Salvation happens on an individual level. We share in his death and die to sin. Then we share in his resurrection, and we are raised to new life. As believers, God uses us all to grow his church and demonstrate kingdom-minded living. When we do this, the world around us changes. When people care about the poor, physical and spiritual needs are met. When believers gain a sense of his justice, God uses them to set prisoners free and bring restoration to former captives. Help your group to identify the ways that we can see God's love being shared in our local and global community. If your group members are involved in any efforts or organizations that champion certain people groups or share the gospel in unique ways, be sure to give them a chance to share their passions and experiences with one another. All right, question five. Who can you tell about Jesus and his resurrection this week and how can you be praying for them? The goal of this question is for your group to consider who is in their life that needs to hear the love of Jesus and pray for them. When Jesus saved us from death itself, how can we keep it to ourselves? We've got to share this good news with the lost and brokenhearted. It's important to remember that not only should we prepare ourselves to share the hope that we have, but we should also pray that God be working in the heart of those we want to share with, recognizing our role in God's redemptive plan for their lives. Remind your group that it's the Holy Spirit that empowers and equips us to follow his word. Be prepared with your own answer that you can share to get things started. And be sure to pray for these things and these people in your prayer time. For your prayer application this week, pray for everyone who came to Easter services to grow in their faith. Pray for those who are new to Calvary or to Christianity to be strengthened and get connected. And be sure to pray for those that you thought of in response to question five our leadership notes this week, we're gonna talk about a leadership tool uh, for reflection. So we've completed our communication tool series from Mike Bechtel's Dealing with the Elephant. And I was reviewing another resource this quarter called Difficult Conversations by Patton Stone and Heen. So among many tips and tools that they share about having difficult conversations, there was one that stood out to me um, just about reflection. And especially after our mid-quarter check-in, this is a perfect time to emphasize the importance of reflection. Taking time to reflect is an important aspect of our leadership. If we keep moving forward and never take stock of what's going on in our group, we can miss out on some really important dynamics that can hinder growth in the future. So let's consider a simple tool that you can use to reflect at any point throughout the quarter called Stop, Start, Continue. This set of questions helps you uncover issues earlier rather than later. And once you find a rhythm of reflection that works for you, maybe weekly or monthly, for example, you'll begin to see a significant impact. Here are the questions. One, what are we not doing that we need to start doing? Two, what are we doing that we need to stop doing? And three, what are we doing that's working and what do we need to continue doing? These are simple questions that when you ask them in a routine fashion, it can help you as leaders and hosts to reflect effectively and regularly with compassion and purpose in your approach. If you have any questions about how to begin using this tool, feel free to reach out to your coach. All right. And our leader and host announcements for this week, I encourage you to complete a roster review. So this week, we encourage you to take a look at your attendance records and planning center groups to see if there are any members that have missed more than two or three meetings recently. If you've not been in touch with them, we recommend that you reach out to see if there's any way you can help support them in this season. If you have members that added to or dropped out of your group, please also take a moment this week to update your roster in that way as well. And finally, i 'll just take a moment to remind you that there are service opportunities for your life groups if you haven't yet volunteered for an ACAPE night or one of our local outreach ministries or um, done a special service project of your own making. I just encourage you to think about that. Um, we have some weeks left that you can still do that with your group or schedule it for uh, some time in the summer. but I just really encourage you to see how um, It makes sense for your group to serve together in some way. All right. Thank you so much and happy Easter.